Welcome to the Way of Crypto Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan. Today's date is June 20, 2022. Uh, what a weekend. Bitcoin sinking below that $20,000 mark, creeping back up there last night and kind of hanging uh, in that 20000 just barely uh, this morning. It looked okay for a little bit, and now we're dipping and just hovering around that $20,000 USD mark, but we'll have a look at the markets uh, in a minute or two. The time is 2.46 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and let's get into it. First, we'll bring up the Greed and Fear Index. Want to take a guess before I say it? We are at on nine right now. Okay, so last week, uh, for reference, last week we were at 11, last month 13. That was when price was 30,000 before the Celsius crash, but after the Terra, excuse me, Terra Luna Foundation uh, scam exposing uh, happened. Uh, That was all uh, in the 13. I remember it was hanging around like 13 to 17, somewhere in there for their historical values of the fear and greed index. And right now we're at a nine. So uh, after that um, Celsius fiasco, which is still continuing, by the way, with uh, no news either way. Um, we are hanging around a nine. And for reference, yesterday, when we, uh, I wouldn't call it a crash because we've already crashed. We've only dipped again in uh, a few thousand. But uh, yesterday we were at a six. Um, so that is the new record for the lowest that I have ever seen it. For markets, let's take a look and see what we got. There is some green. Today, Ethereum, thank uh, thank goodness for the Ethereum holders, is doing okay. Uh, Solana is up a little bit. AVAX up a little. We're going to go right through the rundown here. So Bitcoin, we got a $20,011, up 2% on the 24. Ethereum, 1098 up 3.92% on the 24. BNB is 213 11 up 2%. Cardano, up 4.6% at $0.48. Cents. XRP. Hanging neutral, uh, green on the 24, but only at half a percentage. And that is at 31.80 cents. Solana's up 6.4% at a price of 34.52. And on a node that is up 7%, or sorry, 20.47% on the seven day. Uh, Dogecoin up 1.5%. That kind of little spike after Elon tweeted about it yesterday. And what else? Nothing else real big in the chain link up 7%, up 14% on the seven day, up 7% on the 24. Price action is $6.89 per chain link. So, uh, not, I cannot say it's not a bad day because the prices are so low that it is a bad day, but they are not crashing any further uh, as of right now. Bitcoin is still hanging around that $20,000 mark. Uh, We got some news, I guess. Um, Positive, negative. We'll kind of go through it and see where we're at. First, ProShares is launching a shorting ETF. Uh, So we have a futures ETF, ETF. We have a Bitcoin shorting ETF, but a spot. ETF is too risky, apparently. So uh, take your common sense and kick it out the door because it doesn't exist when it comes to uh, regulation 
by litigation is what the security exchange appears to be doing. And uh, the enforcement of not allowing spot ETFs when you're allowing futures trading ETFs, shorting ETFs uh, on the premise, this is by the SEC, not by me, but the premise that uh, it's too risky for investors is, is just lost all credibility. Uh, any person that would truly think the Security Exchange Commission has not allowed a Bitcoin ETF because it is worried about your pocketbook, uh, you can just look at what they've approved now, Bitcoin shorting ETF before spot ETF, and you know that's untrue. So the other reasons why uh, the SEC may not be um, approving a spot ETF, your guess is as good as mine. I think uh, my interpretation is that the government does not want Bitcoin's price action taking off. They don't want it hitting $100,000 because they know the attention and the influx of people that will uh, put their money there when, uh, when that is something that's actually taking place in the markets. When Bitcoin goes up, that's when people buy. They don't buy when it's 20000 They don't buy when it's sixteen, seventeen thousand. 17000 right? The next time the big influx of people are jumping into Bitcoin is going to be an all-time high. And uh, I don't think that the Security Exchange Commission wants Bitcoin to get there anytime soon. I think they want to hold it back. That's why they're not approving a spot ETF. Uh, however, that's not necessarily fact. That's my opinion. And uh, your guess is as good as mine. So let's get into the article here. ProShares will launch ETF aimed at shorting Bitcoin following dip under 20K. I wonder, <laughs> this is going to cause some... Uh, Short squeezes, I would guess here. The ETF will allow U.S. investors to bet against Bitcoin using futures contracts given the cryptocurrency's performance in a single day as measured by CME Bitcoin Futures Index. The firm behind one of the first Bitcoin futures linked exchange-traded funds, ETFs, and uh, that's ProShares are one of the first ones in the United States, will give investors a new vehicle to bet against the price of the, of the cryptocurrency. In a Monday announcement, exchange-traded fund issuer ProShares said, in short, Bitcoin strategy ETF would be available for trading on the New York Stock Exchange or New York uh, SE starting Tuesday under the ticker BITI. The vehicle will allow U.S. investors to bet against Bitcoin using futures contracts given the cryptocurrency's performance in a single day as measured by Chicago's Mercantile Exchange Bitcoin Futures Index. BITI invest, affords investors who believe that the price of Bitcoin will drop with an opportunity to potentially profit or to hedge their cryptocurrency holdings, said ProShares CEO Michael Sapper. BITI enables investors to conveniently obtain short exposure to Bitcoin through a buying ETF in a traditional brokerage account. The launch of the investment vehicle will come amid a bear market for major cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin and Ether. On Sunday, the Bitcoin price dropped under $18,000 for the first time since 2020 and has since returned to more than 20000 at the time of this publication, just hanging around there now, just barely. I, I uh, would not be surprised if it dips below 20000 while we're recording this podcast. In 2021, ProShares launched its Bitcoin strategy ETF on the New York Stock, uh, New York Stock Exchange. That is the futures. Investors do not have access to spot Bitcoin ETFs listed in the United States due to the Security Exchange Commission's seeming reluctance to approve an investment vehicle with direct exposure to the cryptocurrency. However, the regulatory body approved ETFs linked 
to Bitcoin futures starting in 2021, including those from ProShares and Valkyrie. So take this from what you may. Um, it looks like they want, um, seems like they want some market manipulation in, uh, involved in this as well. That's just what it looks like to me. And there's a lot of people on social media and Twitter saying that this is uh, this appears to be the uh, a bottom signal, which uh, which may be true. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a little uh, caught a little something in my throat here. Mark Cuban says crypto crash highlights Warren Buffett's wisdom. The billionaire crypto investor admits there's still hard times ahead for most financial markets, but says that as long as crypto space produces new tech, it'll be fine. I agree somewhat. I don't think Bitcoin needs new tech. I think uh, Lightning Network is really the best payment rails for a payment system on the planet right now. And uh, Bitcoin, the traditional network on blockchain, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, probably the best place to put your store of value if you can handle the short-term market volatility. Uh, one moment here. I got to clear my throat. All right, I'm back. Let's get into the article here. Uh, Billionaire crypto investor and owner of the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban, says the current market downturn reminds him of a well-known adage uttered by Warren Buffett. Cuban sees a parallel between the rise and fall of crypto cryptocurrency markets and projects. And the 91-year-old Oracle of Omaha's aphorism states that only when the tide goes out do you discover what's been swimming naked. Cuban's observation was revealed during a Thursday interview with Fortune in which he discussed what he sees as a flawed business model of some crypto projects that have fallen on hard times over the past two months. In stocks and crypto, you see companies that were sustained by cheap, easy money, but didn't have valid business projects will disappear. I think actually this uh, he's got some good insight here. Like Warren Buffett says, when the tide goes out, you get to see who is swimming naked. I thought he was going to go after a different quote by Warren, Buff Warren Buffett where Essentially, he calls it uh, rat poison, or was that Charlie Munger? One of them, anyway. Some of the companies that appear to have been swimming naked include Terra, Celsius, and Three Arrows Capital. Yeah, he is correct. Give Mark Cuban that. Mark Cuban is smart. There's no question. I'm not a huge Mark Cuban fan, fanboy or anything. Um, he's not my favorite billionaire. But uh, he's right in this case. The Terra ecosystem now known as Terra Classic completely collapsed by the middle of May. The follow-up from the collapse has seen tens of billions in losses to investors, while a manhunt has ensued for the founder and CEO, Duquan, by several regulatory bodies. Celsius, the staking and lending platform, is fighting to stay solvent and recent pausing of withdrawals as any indicator. Investments firm Three Arrows Capital is reported to have faced a liquidation to the tune of $400 million and has been unable to meet margin calls. Despite the gloomy short-term outlook for crypto, Cuban says that these downturns tend to have cleansing effects on a market and that it would likely be the same for crypto this time around, but he said you should always back innovation. And I think that's why a lot of us are here listening to this show and interested in this space. Uh, in quotations, disruptive applications of technology released during a bear market, whether stocks or crypto or any business, will always find a market and succeed. CEO of Avenue Capital Group, Mark Larcy, has an even more gloomy assessment of the financial markets. He predicted on Bloomberg TV that the pain across the economy in general would continue through the end of 2022 as equity index could fall 
indexes could fall up to another 10%. However, Larcy believes the United States economy is strong enough to keep the current downturn relatively abbreviated. Larcy has been a crypto bull since 2018 and 2021. Cointelegraph reported that he laminated that he hadn't bought enough Bitcoin, but he told Bloomberg TV that the BTC and ETH have already dipped more than expected and that nobody knows where the bottom is for that, which is right. No one does know, do they? Um, so it's so a little bit of FUD from Iran. Um, Iran's government is cutting the power to the country's legal mining rigs, and we're going to get into see if we can learn why. Uh, for years, the country has heavily subsidized its electricity production, leading to extremely low prices. It claims that this has now become unsustainable. According to local news, Arez Digital, the day prior, and I'm not going to even attempt that person's name, but a person in Iran, the Ministry of Energy, said that the entity would be cutting the power supply of all the country's licensed crypto mining firms by the beginning of July, citing an anticipated electricity deficit from the peak summer season. Uh, he stated there are currently 118 authorized extraction centers, digital currency extraction centers in the country, which must cut off their electric supply from the national grid for the beginning of July. The move came after the country's Ministry of Energy reported a disappointing gain of 1.2 gigawatts to its power generation capacity in 2021. This was well below the projected gain of 3.5 gigawatts leading to the power deficit. Uh, yeah, so Iran is leaving the Bitcoin mining gig and according to cambridge university iran accounts for 0.12 percent of the bitcoin's network hash rate uh, and was previously among the top 10 countries in the world by bitcoin mining productivity however its share of bitcoin mining mining blah, mining market fell from a peak of four percent in the years prior to partly due to severe power outages in the summer of 2021 so we're going to lose point uh, 0.12% of Bitcoin's network cash rate sometime in July when the uh, Iran government turns the power off to the Bitcoin mining companies that are within its borders. Uh, there is a little bit of news regarding Solana, and I hate to see this from them, but uh, whew, this is bad. Turning me into a Bitcoin maxi, I swear. So Soland invalidates Solana's whale wallet takeover plan with second governor's vote. Okay, so this is a headline. It's from Cointelegraph. Uh, this is what I believe happened. And uh, I've read this on Twitter. So it's not like I was there for this or uh, was involved in the vote either. I hold no Solana right now. Uh, however, uh, there was a whale that was about to get liquidated. Um, moved all his Solana into a long position, a massive amount of Solana in the hundreds of millions. Uh, the network felt that the way it was going to get liquidated, and in turn, this would crash the price of the Solana token. So they actually had a governance board vote and opted to vote to take over this whale's Solana tokens and control them so he did not, he or she, did not get liquidated. Um, decentralized? Question mark. I don't know how this is possible on a decentralized network. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. Like, yes, I don't want the price of Solana to crash, but I don't want a board uh, to decide who gets to do what with their Solana tokens that they purchased. 
both options are bad. However, the control option is worse, I think. Uh, anyways, let's get into it, see if I'm wrong in my interpretation of it. If Soland is unable to take over the account, some believe that it could cause a meltdown, driving Sol's price to zero. Solana-based decentralized finance, I don't know if they can call it DeFi, uh, the lending protocol Soland was created another governance vote to invalidate the recently approved proposal that gave Solon Labs emergency powers to access a whale's wallet. So they had another vote. On Sunday, the crypto lending platform launched a governance vote titled Solend 1 Mitigate Risk from Whale. It allows Solend to reduce the risk the whale liquidations poses to the market by letting the lending platform access the whale's wallet and letting the liquidations happen over the counter. So over the counter won't involve uh, the liquidations would still be happening. He would still lose his Solana because he bet wrong and the um, liquidations wouldn't have effect on market price if it's done OTC. A lot of um, institutions buy their Bitcoin OTC as well as to not impact the Bitcoin price. The new proposal invalidates the previous vote and will push Solon to find another solution. So they had another vote that uh, voted down the action to take over this whale's wallet. Additionally, it also increases the governance voting time to one day. The situation has put the crypto lending platform into a gruesome dilemma. Dilemma: If Solon were to take over the whale's wallet and be granted emergency powers, it might save Solana from a DeFi implosion. However, it would show that anyone's assets can be confiscated within the platform and that could cause a boycott. Hell yeah, it will cause a boycott. I would never buy Solana ever again if that was the case. And they're really reading a tweet here, Soland, and also in brackets, we're hiring governance proposal. Soland 2 is live, and that was the vote to uh, the, the second vote to see if they truly do want to take over this Wales account or not. And on a side note, Bitcoin just dropped below 20,000, currently at 19,894. Um, and this is a reply to Soland offering another uh, governance board vote. Uh, no matter what the team does, there's no way to change the fact that assets deposited into the platform can be confiscated by the team at any time. Escape from the platform is the best way out. At any time, the team can tweet an announcement to forfeit your assets. Yeah, they let the cat out of the bag. Uh, Solana, like, I don't know what these people are thinking, and I think they don't get it. So uh, my theory is that they don't see anything wrong with this. So the Solana... Uh, the Solana decision makers don't see anything wrong with this. They don't, which shows me they just don't get why we're in crypto. They don't get what decentralized is. They don't understand it. They're there to make money off their token. So anyone who would get into the crypto space under, a, in quotations, launching a new DeFi token, DeFi space, an NFT network, all these good things that Solana was advertising it's doing, and then have a vote to take over someone's tokens doesn't understand what they're involved in. And I see that as only doing it there for, uh, for the revenue. They, see, they saw crypto as an easy way to print tokens and earn money. And that's what they did because... I don't see another way how they can think this is okay uh, to publicize that this is in the realm of, not only in the realm of capability, but uh, they're seriously considering doing it. 
I just, I don't understand it. And the only solution I can think of is they must, they must not understand us and the people in the crypto space that want real decentralization. They don't get it. Um, they don't get it or they don't want it. And uh, they're in it for reasons that uh, are purely, they're not in it to change the world. They're in it to make money. And that's pretty obvious now. And uh, that, it really that, that upset me when I read that. Um, it's too bad because I like Solana as a project up until today. Uh, and I, I hate leaving on a bad news story, but um, I guess we're going to have to. And, well, okay, we got a positive turnaround. Bitcoin is at $20,000, $24. It just bumped back up over $20,000. Uh, so we'll leave on a positive note, as much as positive as we can be in today's market on June, the summer of uh, 2022, June 20th. And I will see you guys tomorrow. And if you're listening on Spotify, please give us a follow and a review. And same thing if you're listening to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, please give us a subscribe and a review. And uh, if you want to reach out to me, you can go to thewayofcrypto.com. Send me an email from there. There's an RSS link. If you run your own podcast server, you can do that to The Way of Crypto and you can host your own uh, podcast server and add The Way of Crypto is probably a better way to say it. Um, and if you want to reach out to me on social media, you can go to TikTok. I'm at Way of Crypto or Twitter at Way of Crypto Cast. And you can find me on those. Send me a DM and I'll get back to you with whatever your questions and concerns are. Uh, have a great day and I will see you all tomorrow. Bye for now.